Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. Sort of a remarkable reaction from uh, St. Andrew of COVID-19, our General Dwight D. Eisenhower of the COVID era. That would be Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, reacting to the report that uh, nursing home deaths in New York State may have been undercounted by more than 50 percent. This from the Democrat state attorney general. Here was the reaction. A third of all deaths in this nation are from nursing homes. New York State, we're only about 28 percent only, but we're below the national average in number of deaths in nursing homes. But who cares? 33, 28 died in a hospital, died in a nursing home. They died. Right. Who cares? Now's not the time to be obsessing about data or pointing fingers. Isn't that right? Francis Menton, he is the Manhattan con- contrarian, and he joins us now. Francis, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Great to be here. Who cares? You know, what is this uh, concern about uh, nursing homes versus long-term care facilities versus restaurants and bars? I mean, it's not like we're making policy based on where we see the highest incidence of death, Francis. Uh, you're talking about my governor here now. I know. So you better be careful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. St. Andrew uh, of COVID. I know. Of course, the issue that he totally hoped you missed in that little uh, audio clip that you just played and that the attorney general of New York, uh, who's just as uh, creepy, by the way, (laughs) and as politicized, Mm -hmm. uh, is actually bringing out, is that that 28 percent of deaths in nursing homes in New York uh, has been an an intentionally suppressed number. It's undercounted and it's probably well over 33 percent in New York. And, the, and, of course, the other thing that he's missing is that uh, what his health commissioner did under his authority and direction is ordered people, as the old people, as they recovered from COVID in hospitals to be put into nursing homes, which transmitted the disease within the nursing homes to the most vulnerable population. So, so uh, who cares where they died? Yeah, there's a lot of reason to care about what Cuomo did. Well, here's the other thing he's leaving out to. Okay, who cares where they died? How about just the aggregate number of people who died? And how does New York State compare to the rest of the nation there, Governor? Uh, yes, well, we're number two. New Jersey's actually worse, but but New York uh, is number two in deaths per million, as you probably know, slightly well, under New Jersey, but far worse than the states that often get criticized for being open, like uh, Florida <clears throat> yeah. or Texas or South Dakota. And by the way, restaurants are completely closed. In my neighborhood, it's so pitiful to walk around at night. The temperature last night was 22 degrees outside. I guess Chicago was probably even colder, but 22 is plenty cold and small numbers of people at restaurants outside with a heat lamp bundled up at Parkas trying to eat outside. It's so sad. Well, and, and, sad, and, and on the school front as well, I mean, the 
the uh, uh, effort to uh, press to, to get schools reopened, to give the appearance that you're still going to have a school year in New York, like we're seeing in Chicago, like we're seeing in L.A., where there's uh, even if you were to have uh, in-person schooling resumed, there's so much fear that has been engendered, uh, as uh, Carol Markowitz has written about in the New York Post, that you basically have washed away this school year, too. We're hoping, uh, Carol, a, a, a parent of New York City public school children, hoping to get back uh, in the fall. That's the best we can hope for. There is actually some in-person going on in the New York City schools, but it's, again, sad and pitiful. I think it's only in the elementary schools. It's only a couple of days a week, so that some kids go this day and some kids go that day, and other kids don't go at all, and the high schools don't go at all, and it's a very complicated thing that you can't even figure out. But yes, it's the functional equivalent of a totally lost year of school. And uh, on the vaccine distribution front, too, since we're talking about somebody who has uh, written a book on uh, management and uh, managing in a crisis, that would be Governor Cuomo. Um, <laughs> we see, uh, you know, New York uh, has had been beset by all sorts of bureaucratic impediments to the ready distribution of the vaccine dosages that have been received. And then this story, again, in the post over the weekend, a 66 year old at a nursing home. I know who cares where they die. I got it. But a 66 year old at a nursing home was denied the vaccine and she subsequently died from COVID-19 because she was not a permanent resident of the nursing home. So while they were distributing the vaccines, even though she was 66, she didn't get the vaccine. I mean, again, making this overcomplicated anywhere you have vaccines and you have somebody over the age of 65, let's just get it done. Uh, should be the protocol. It seems. Well, uh, Dan, you're talking to a 70 year old here and I'm trying to be all over it. My wife is all over me to try to get me vaccinated. I've got my name on 10 different lists. I'm calling people all day long, it, it, no appointments available. And I think today, because of the snow, whatever appointments they had have been canceled and everything's backed up even further. That, that's, that's the word here from New York from a 70-year-old. Uh, yes, uh, some frustrating times on so many fronts, uh, including um, with respect to the Biden presidency. I know that uh, all things are right again with the world now that President Trump is gone, but uh, you wrote at your blog, The Manhattan Contrarian, about the Biden presidency and uh, what we've seen from the first 10 days and what that tells us about exactly who's in charge. Yes, I've actually had several posts on that, but I think my favorite one is the one that's titled The Dopes Have Taken Full Control, <laughs> which, uh, which I would call a fair summary of it. I mean, this blizzard of executive orders, and I've seen a number 40 bandied around of executive orders, and I've actually tried to read some of them, and some of them are, are the equivalent of... <clears throat> 30 or 40 pages of text if they were typed out on eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper. But yes, I think your, your phrase is about right, that if we just issue enough orders, we will achieve perfect uh, order and fairness and justice in the world. I guess maybe not tomorrow, maybe next week, <laughs> week after. And, and but and also the the disposition too. I mean, the executive orders speak to to something, and and what you are the personnel choices speak to something, and the commentary from uh, his quarter speaks to something too, which is uh, we have control. There's no need for compromise. There's no need to dither. Let's run roughshod over our opposition. Uh, I I would be 100 percent in agreement with that statement. Now, the particular uh, blog post of mine that you were referring to uh, that 
post focuses on a couple of the executive orders rather than all 40, because how much can you do in a blog post? But I stuck with a subject that I write more about and know more about, which is uh, what they call climate change and what I call energy policy or the suppression of energy policy. And in, in that area, it's just one complete nuts thing after another that they're going to close down uh, drilling on federal lands. They're going to close down pipelines. Uh, they're going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord, which commits the United States to shrink its usage of energy and commits the third world, which is 90 percent of the world's population, China, India, Africa, on and on to nothing. They, their energy usage, their fossil fuel usage is clearly going to increase greatly over the next four years and eight and 10 and 20. The China agreement commits them to nothing. They're not going to agree to anything. So we are in the process now of great restrictions on our economy and impoverishment of the American people for nothing. He is Francis Menton. He is the Manhattan Contrarian. Francis, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck uh, getting a vaccine appointment out there. Thank you so much. Is it any wonder I've got too much time on my hands away with my sanity? Exposing political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.